0: You know, I was, uh, unless any of you are concerned, this is my child. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking the other day uh, when, when, oh hey sweet girl, this, this one also claims me. <clears throat> I was thinking the other day when I was reflecting on my twins who are now eight, going on 18, when, <clears throat> when my parents would come down from Maine to visit and I hadn't seen them in a year, and they hadn't seen my wife Amanda in a year, they would say hi to us. Hi. Bypass us and go straight for the kids. There's something about babies, isn't there? You know, you can be in a room full of people, and you know, even the most curmudgeonly grumpy person among us, when you're in a room with a little baby, you just smile, take in the wonder of it all. You know, there's an innocence and a purity to children. And then they become two and a half. (laughs) And we find that Augustine's doctrine of original sin probably held some merit. Get lost in the wonder this Christmas. Look at a baby. Look at a sunrise or a sunset. See the hand of God in the world around us. In little babies in the natural world. The very God who became a baby for our sake created all. Isn't that incredible? And God loves us so much, he became vulnerable. Just like this little child. Well, that's not my sermon. That was really just an excuse to show you all Charlie. Friends, let us pray. God, on this holy special night, when we remember your incarnation, your birth among us, your entrance into history that forever changed it. May we get lost again in the wonder of it all. May those familiar stories, may the well-worn carols spark something within us. May we be in awe again at the majesty of your great love, which for our sake came into this world. Oh God, have your way in us this night and every day. We pray in Christ's name and for his sake. Amen. This is from the Fox 4 affiliate news in Dallas, Fort Worth. Fort Worth police are searching for a man alleged to have stolen baby Jesus from a nativity scene in Sundance Square early on Saturday. The Sundance Square Instagram account posted screenshots of a video showing a man walking away with the toy infant cradled in his arms and included hashtags like Grinch and Grinchmas and Grinchy. Baby Jesus thief, the post said. Help us identify the man who stole baby Jesus from our nativity in Sundance Square. Help us save Christmas, he's the reason for the season. No suspects have been identified as of Monday morning, and the investigation is ongoing. This is from Fox 5 Atlanta. Georgia police said crime hit a new low after someone stole an expensive nativity statue from outside a Catholic church. Many in our community are shocked and disgusted over the theft of nativity scene pieces from St. Michael Catholic Church. The Tybee Island Police Department posted to its Facebook page on Monday. We're equally disappointed that someone would steal from our local houses of worship, especially during the holidays. Stealing the baby Jesus right before Christmas is a new low. The department added in another Facebook post, investigation into the theft is ongoing said the police. Here's from the Shreveport Gazette. A thief pulled up to the Baptist Tabernacle Church on East Kingston Road in Shreveport last Saturday evening. The guy popped the tailgate of his older model maroon Chevy Trailblazer and he started loading up the manger scene from in front of the church. The thief loaded up baby Jesus, Mary and Joseph along with the three wise men and even the sheep were swiped. Only the angel was left behind. Maybe you will spot this manger scene in a neighborhood somewhere else, or you might see someone trying to sell it for a quick buck on Facebook Marketplace. If you spot it anywhere, get in touch with the police. Every year, I read these stories of people going to a nativity scene and... (laughs) That gentleman in Shreveport, can we at least give him a hand? That's a lot of work. Those things are heavy. He took the whole thing except for the angel. But we hear stories, maybe you've seen them in the news, of people stealing baby Jesus from the nativity outside these churches or other public areas. Now tonight, I'm not going to tell you that you should commit an act of public theft. But my Christmas Eve sermon, I want to challenge you to take the baby Jesus from the nativity. To take the baby Jesus. <clears throat> One time a year, this figure graces Hallmark cards, movies, nativity scenes set up in churches and public places And yet, so quickly, after December 25th, our world seems to move on from the gift that adorns so many lawns, churches, and Rite Aid greeting card aisles, Jesus. You know, in that familiar story that Caitlin read for us, Luke chapter 2 the annunciation, uh, the birth of Jesus, the annunciation to the shepherds. The shepherds go to the manger. They find Jesus. They find Mary and Joseph there. We know the story, don't we? <clears throat> in fact, maybe if you only find yourself in church a few times a year and Christmas being one of them, I bet you you could probably tell us the story from Luke. You could recite the the most of the details of Jesus' birth, probably from memory. Familiarity with these biblical stories can often uh, inculcate within us um, sort of a sense of just routine. We can can miss what is so incredible happening in these familiar Bible stories. Well, Luke with his attention to detail, tells us exactly when Jesus' birth occurs. And he tells us, get this, that the angels announce the birth of Jesus to who? The shepherds. How many of you know anything about first century shepherds? You know something about first century shepherds? They often weren't very good people. They weren't the folks that you would find on, in church tomorrow morning when most of you might be sleeping. They aren't the folks that would be attending temple in first century ancient Israel-Palestine. They were often ex-convicts roaming around looking for work. They were dirty. They smelled a little bit. They often didn't have any possessions They might have only owned what they were wearing at any given moment. And it is those people to whom the angels come and say, behold, we bring you glad tidings of great joy. I don't know if that's exactly what the angels said, but they came to the shepherds to tell them about this thing that had happened, about a manger where there was an unwed teenage mother and Joseph, who had just recently found out she was pregnant, probably still trying to get his mind around how that had happened with just her and the Holy Spirit. And the baby's born. And the shepherds, those stinky, smelly ex-convicts, those are the ones to whom the angels come and announce that God himself had stepped into the world, that the Messiah had come, the promised one, the one for whom all the people had been waiting, that the time had come. You know what this story tells me? The angels came to the shepherds, then there is nobody, including you who's sitting here tonight, there is nobody that is not now included in this thing that God is doing. You may be sitting here tonight. Maybe you were dragged by your parents or a relative. Maybe you don't know how you got into this building, but it looked pretty from the road. Maybe you're here because that's just what you do on Christmas Eve. Maybe you're a faithful churchgoer and you have been for years. doesn't matter. Christmas reminds us that those aren't things that we can hold on to for any sort of status or acclaim. If the angels came to the shepherds, the lowest of the low, then the message of Jesus is for everyone and there's nothing that we can do to earn it or deserve it. It's all by grace. It's all by grace. Well, what did the shepherds do? Not content to just hear the news secondhand, they go to the manger. They go find out for themselves If this thing had happened and they go and Luke tells us that they found the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes like any parent does for the newborn, wraps them up tight, make sure they're comfortable. The baby was there, Mary and Joseph. Beatrice wants to share the story with us too. The shepherds go to the manger. They find this thing that God is doing. And then what do they do? They go back out, ostensibly to share the news. Do you see the pattern here? In the Christmas story is a pattern for all of us. They don't leave the baby in the manger. They take the baby back with them. They encounter this incredible thing that God has done, but they don't leave the baby there. They take him with them. A transformative encounter with the Messiah changed them so that they could not go back to life as it was. They took the baby with them. Friends, this Christmas, my message to you, my charge to you, take the baby with you. Take Jesus from the manger. Don't leave him there. He wants to be with you. He wants to go with you. He wants to journey through life with you. The joys and the sorrows, the challenges, the happy moments. Jesus wants to saturate you with his grace. And here's the thing, friends, about the story of Christmas we're all invited to find out firsthand about this thing that God is doing and the one who is in the manger. Let me let you in on a little secret about the Christian faith. It won't do to go on secondhand news. Each one of us has to find out firsthand. We can't rely on things that other people have told us. We can't rely on who we know. Or what we've done? We have to find out for ourselves. Each one of us has to be like those shepherds. Make our way to the manger. Encounter Jesus. Make a decision for him. Allow his grace to change us or not. And then once we do accept him, we take him with us. We want to take Jesus with us. Friends, maybe you're here tonight and you've never made your way to the manger. You don't know who this baby is. You've never encountered the grace of God and been transformed like those shepherds were over 2,000 years ago. You know what the greatest gift that any one of us could receive this Christmas or any Christmas is an encounter with Jesus Christ that changes us to the very core. That's what he wants to do in each one of us. Friends, the Christian message, the Christmas message, invites us to be like those shepherds, to go to the manger, to find out for ourselves what this thing is that God has done, to make a decision there, And then to take Jesus with us. So friends, I'm not going to encourage you to be like those thieves in Georgia or Shreveport, Louisiana. But I'm going to tell you this. Don't leave the baby in the manger. Take him with you. Amen. And I'm going to put Jesus back. I'll take him with me later.